Episode 10, Experiencing More Happiness and Success. Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to Work Your Energy, which is all about how to thrive in this energetic universe that we live in. I feel that many more of us should be living brilliant lives. And I can see that learning to manage, tap into and harness your energy can really help you to do this. The more I've connected to my own energy and my own internal world, the more my life has massively changed. And I really want to help people to use their own energy in order to create a better life for themselves as well. So today I felt very inspired to share my three-point model with you, which is a very simple and easy model. And it's one that I often use just to try and show my clients how they can use this three-point model in their life in order to start creating a better life for them. And this week, I'm going to use it to explain how to experience more happiness and success in your life. So, of course, as I've talked about before, one doesn't have to do anything. We don't have to do anything to become happy. We simply have to set the intention or decide to be happy. The problem is, is trying to maintain this happiness which in fact, I don't believe that we are supposed to maintain this happiness. I think that we are supposed to experience a wide range of emotions and feelings, and many of these emotions and feelings are messages and signs from our body. But I do appreciate that many people are feeling stressed, fed up, miserable, and burnt out after these past two years of covid So I thought it might be pertinent to talk through my three-point model this week and relate it to happiness and success. So let's start off by grabbing a pen and a piece of paper and draw a a triangle, a three-point triangle. Then once you've done this, in one corner of the triangle, write down the words self-identity. In the other corner of the triangle, write down the word ego. And in the other corner of the triangle, write down the word the energy field or quantum field, which actually contains many fields and forces. However, for ease of use, I put them all under energy field, which is also the term that I use in my book too. I tend to view the ego as a piece of software a software of the brain or the mind. And because it's a piece of software, I tend to put it outside of the self. I can see that people can get stuck inside their ego. And in a minute, I'm going to talk about why this may be. But I I find putting it outside of the self allows people to view it in in a different way, come at it from a different angle, and also understand how the ego may not be helping them to achieve more success in their life, to, 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 to be living a happier life. 
and to be more connected to their heart. So I believe that success through the heart is a far more sustainable way of achieving success and happiness. And living from the heart is also a far more enjoyable and happier way to, to live our lives as well. I'm not saying that the ego is not an important part of this, but I'm simply saying that the ego can trip us up in so many ways. And if we're not aware of this, then we're not aware of how to manage the ego. So I've put the ego in a separate part of the triangle by itself for this reason. So if we look at ourselves and the world around us based on energy, and we see that the ego is a piece of software, then it makes sense that the software can be hacked. It can be hacked by other people. It can be hacked by energetic forces. And it can be controlled by other people or energy forces as well. And I can see that we can be manipulated by our ego because our ego is, is plugging us into the external world, the physical world. And the ego is very driven by materialism and fear, greed, desire. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with this per se, but if you're not happy in your life and you don't feel fulfilled by your life, then possibly the ego needs to be taken in hand. When we, when we see the world as this great big sort of energy vat, or maybe like a holographic universe, which is looking likely that we do live in a holographic universe, then we can understand how these things can be controlled or manipulated. And on an energetic level, our world is being controlled and manipulated energetically all the time. And that's because on an energetic level, energy can be tapped into. And if you're not aware of your energy, and you're not aware that other people can tap into or manipulate your energy, then maybe you're giving your power away to other people. And this is something that I think is probably happening a lot in our world. So we are surrounded daily by energetic pendulums, if you like, egregores, massive thought forms that then become egregores, energy pendulums that swoop through our energetic world and grab people into them, pull them off into different directions and, and pull them into this sort of great big huge energy pendulum, which I talk about a lot in my podcast. And it's a very visual thing to me. I'm a very visual person and I see these images of these great big energy pendulums swooping through. And at the top of these energy pendulums, there is somebody pulling the strings, pulling the pendulum, and they have harnessed that pendulum. They've harnessed the energy of the people inside that pendulum they may be aware that they're doing this and they may not be aware they're doing this, but it's certainly happening. So when you manage to pull yourself out of energy pendulums, often you it's like you've woken up from a dream and you wonder, oh my God, you know, what was I doing in there? And that's because they're so subtle. So when you think about our media, our newspapers, our films, magazines, adverts, brands and more, they're all massive energy pendulums, and to a certain extent, they're keeping us tapped into the materialistic and consumeristic world, which of course is then being used to, in a sense, siphon off our energy, grab hold of our consciousness, so our consciousness is no longer 
in our own body. It's now been pulled off and siphoned off into an energy pendulum. And this energy, our consciousness, is then being manipulated in order to get us to do things. And that may be to get us to buy more, to get us to follow that brand, to get us to read more newspapers, and to get us to be gripped in fear. And of course, anyone that reads the, the news or listens or watches the news every day, it's not hard to understand that this is a huge amount of fear. You become very gripped in fear. And when you pull yourself away from the news and you don't watch it for a couple of years, then you start to, to, to lessen that sort of that, that negativity, that fear. And I'm not saying that this is done on purpose. You know, of course, we know that fear and negativity sells by telling us all these different bad things that are happening in the world every day. They're going to sell more newspapers that way. But the result of this is that many, many people are stuck in the energy pendulum of the news and the fear that surrounds the news. And of course, this is also the ego as well. The ego by default, I believe, is low vibrational. It does revolve around the low vibrational energies, frequencies in our world. And many of us need to start, I think, loosening the grip that the ego has on us. For me, the ego and the sense of self sort of like two balances, if you like. And they sort of, they need to be in balance. And often the ego is, is way more in control than the, the, the sense of self. So the sense of self, you could see as this is your self-identity. This is who you are. This is your authentic self. It is the person or the self that knows why you're here, that knows what you want to do, that knows what your purpose is, what your vision is. You know, you, you, you have a plan. You are consciously creating your life on purpose, if you like. So conscious creation is where we, we all need to get to. And when we do this, we are creating a life that we love or the life that we came here to, to, to live, if that works for you, or just an enjoyable life, if, you're, if you prefer to look at it in that way. So if the ego is sucking you out of this, it will be very hard to maintain this, this strong sense of self. So to get away from the ego, I feel it's very important to get back into your sense of self, to get back into your authentic self, to get back into your own unique frequency, if you like. We are all unique. We are all sovereign beings. We have our own unique frequency. We have our own unique fingerprints. Being able to step back into this uniqueness and understand that you know, when we are here inside ourselves, we are grounded. Now, on a certain, on an energetic level, you know, there is no physical self, there is no self. So, in a sense, you could see it as this, just this constant flow of energy. So, it's this constant flow of energy within the self and trying to maintain, keep that groundedness within the self. Over the years, I have found that the more I develop this stronger sense of self, the more I know who I am, know who I'm not, the more I stick on my own path, I know my purpose, I know where I'm going, I know why I'm going there, the more I'm able to do this, the happier my life is and the more successful my life is. 
because success is all about what it is that you want to achieve in this life. What is it that you came here to do? What is it that you want to do? And if you're being pulled off sideways by the ego the whole time and pulled into other people's energy pendulums, you will always be pulled away from your dreams, your goals, your desires, the things that you want to do, the things that make your life your life. Ultimately, I don't buy into the hype that other people have the answers to my questions. I believe that all the answers to my questions are inside my own mind or in the energy field. And I talk about the energy field, which, you know, and I sort of make it sound like a thing, but actually it's, it's not a thing. We are all energy. Everything is energy. We live in a, a massive quantum field of energy and and consciousness exists within that. It's looking likely in the field of neuroscience that from a biological level, our brains create consciousness or at least create the collective consciousness, which is what we exist in. But I also believe that there is a, another aspect to that. And I, I do believe also, or I can see where the quantum physicists are coming from, their ultimate observer. And I do feel that there is an ultimate observer. Of course, these are not things, they're not beings, they're, they're not any of these things. It's so scientific that we humans still don't understand how it works. We still don't understand how the universe works. We know we're coming at this from a very, very low level. And we're trying to understand things that are literally beyond our grasp at this moment in time. But of course, we're still researching, we're still studying and learning more about it every day. And as our collective consciousness grows, and I believe most likely also grows and starts to entangle with the collective consciousness of other planets too, we are learning more and more every day. If you just look at how fast we have grown in terms of technology and uh, um, advancement in, in other areas, how fast we've grown over the past 100, 200, 50 years even, we are growing and evolving at such a, a massive rate. And this could easily be that we are entangling and connecting with the collective consciousness of other planets who have a more advanced technologies than us, who have different ways of doing things than us. But how I see the energy field is a huge field of knowledge, wisdom, creativity, inspiration, as Michio Kaku says in his book, we are being bombarded daily by cosmic rays from other solar systems, possibly other universes. And with this, with this energy also comes information. So energy is carrying information, consciousness, frequency everywhere. This entire energy field that we live in existing is thoughts, consciousness, frequency, words and when we connect the energy field we connect to all of this information that is in there and we can start to download this information channel this information at which many of us are doing when we meditate we can connect with it but what I have found is depending on the type of information or creativity that you want to download when we download from a, a higher vibrational place we download more helpful stuff for us. In my opinion, creativity is by default high vibrational. 
It is, it is a very human trait. We are all creators. We're all creating all the time. We all have the, the, the desire and need to create. And when we create, we really come alive and we really start to feel joy inside our bodies. So when we're downloading creativity, we are naturally in a high vibrational place. And we're starting to, to live in that place of joy and passion, enthusiasm, excitement, whatever it may be. If you wish to download knowledge or wisdom, then you download from a high vibrational place. Because if you download from a low vibrational place, you will get low vibrational answers. If you shift your frequency higher, you will get high vibrational answers. If you're new to channeling, I think it's quite important to get someone else to show you how to do it so that you know what you're connecting with. Because a lot of the information wisdom that we're downloading, it comes from our collective consciousness. It doesn't even come from anything beyond our, our planet. So we are connecting to information that is already in our collective consciousness, that is already out there. One of the most interesting things that I've discovered is that I've been channeling or downloading from the energy field for a couple of years now and I I was always downloading this information which was very interesting I knew never knew where it came from and then I started reading Dolores Cannon's books and it's exactly the same information that's in her books really exactly the same and I've never read her books but of course I was entangling with people who probably have read her books and I was entangling with the energy field where the, the thoughts and words of her book already exist, whether we are aware of that or not. It's already there. It's already out in our, in our energy, in our energy field, in our, in our collective consciousness. And it's there for anyone to download whenever they want to download something. Most of the time, people don't know they're doing this. You know, they get an aha moment or they get a thought or an idea popping into their head and then they sort of think, oh gosh, that's a really good idea. You know, and they think it's come from themselves. But of course, it's come from the energy field because the energy field is just this great big huge vat of creativity and ideas and inspiration from an energetic level. It's just as easily being filled up with information from other solar systems coming through as cosmic rays as it is from our own collective consciousness and coming through from our own minds and our own thoughts and words. Of course, having a stronger sense of self will also mean that you won't be pulled off sideways by the energy field either. So the energy field you could see as you know, this great big huge energy vat. Of course, on an energetic level, it contains energy pendulums, it contains egregores and thought forms. It's, alter, it's also multidimensional, so, which is, I won't talk about that today, but there's a lot of information in there. We could see all of this as just our multidimensional psyche. It doesn't, you know, like I said before, as humans, it's something that we really can't understand how this works. We really have no idea how all of this works. But if you like, if it makes it easier for you, you could see this in terms of our multidimensional psyche, our multidimensional self, which is where exists multiple aspects of us, multiple like prisms holding multiple aspects of us, holding the archetypes of us or holding the archetypes of the energy field, however you want to view it and what works for you. I view all of this in terms of helping people to live better lives because that's what I'm here to do. And so I feel the more you can understand this, this energetic reality that we exist in, that we live in, the more that you can 
really start to move yourself towards a, a happier and more successful life and, and achieving what you want in your life, you know, doing what it is you came here to do, which I think is so important for us as a species to be able to move forward, evolve, innovate, create, and, you know, and pushing forward the human species. And I think that there are many people here who, you know, their job is to push forward the human species, you know, to, to work on pushing changes through, pushing innovation through, pushing creativity through. But I can also see that not everyone has the best interests at heart of the human species. For example, I don't think AI is something that we should be doing. I actually don't think it's something that we'll ever be able to 100% create because I do believe that consciousness does not completely come from our brain. It's not, it's not completely biological. There is an aspect within the quantum field which is consciousness, which is, if you like, I sort of view it like consciousness is the match that lights the fire of us. One could view it as spirit flowing through everything and lighting everything up with its high vibrational sense, however it may be. But I feel as much as we'll be able to create robots and um, to 99.9% .9 of where we are now, without that little bit of spark, without that little bit of consciousness, we will not be able to bring them to life and animate them because in my opinion consciousness is animating the human species yes we are creating a biological collective consciousness between us all yes we have created this world collectively on an energetic level as a, a holographic world we have created this but there is that extra spark that extra je ne sais quoi that i think will not be able to be man-made or created. I don't mind having robots in the world, but I do mind having robots to replace the human species. But I can also see that there are many people trying to do it. And I think we just have to have very clear boundaries between robots and humans and not try and mesh them together in a way which I feel will really take us in a very, very wrong direction for us. I'd also like to point out that most of the things that they're promising us in terms of AI, in terms of being able to have super abilities, we can already do, when we connect back to our supernatural selves, we can already do so many of these things. You know, we can read without our eyes, as we can see children are being monitored, they can actually read books with their third eye, can you believe? There are kids in China who are demonstrating that they can teleport insects between different pots we can already levitate. This is something that we've been able to do for hundreds of years. We can remote view, which is allow our consciousness to travel outside of our physical body to be able to see more of the energy field and to be able to see more of what's physical in the energy field as well. So we can use this in a way like x-ray vision. You know, we can see what's under the pyramids using our remote viewing skills. So all of these different aspects, I think, we're not there yet with AI. We need to actually start learning and embracing our true super abilities that we all have. We just need to wake up to them and turn our attention towards them. We are able to do so much more than what we're currently doing. And if you're currently stuck in a place of fear 
or your ego has taken hold too much and is keeping you tapped in too much to the materialistic physical world, then you will not be able to, you will not know these aspects of yourself. You'll think that they sound weird or strange. You know, you will have that fear. The ego will, will sort of put the veil of fear over you and you'll end up sitting in these low vibrational negative emotions, which are keeping so many people trapped in a prison and raising your vibration will allow you to escape from this prison and allow you to start embracing the true nature of humans and what humans can truly do because it's way more than what most humans are truly doing. Okay, so today I've just recorded myself speaking and um, I wanted to talk to you today about you know, this three-point model which I think is really useful to help you to see how it all works from a sort of a multi-dimensional point of view and how we work with the energy field and how the ego can be tapped into by others and we can be manipulated and stay stuck in a low vibrational state and then the strong self-identity you know we come here we have a we have this we have these core values these core beliefs we have this very strong sense of self this strong personality that we bring with us to this planet and it's about getting back into that strong sense of self, understanding who I am, why am I here, what am I here to do, you know, and then every day just taking baby steps towards what it is your goals are and what it is you want to achieve in your life. So if you want help discovering more about your sense of self, who you are and why you're here and what you're here to do and uncovering your purpose, etc., then you can do my online course, Energy Mastery, which is only $49, £36 at the moment. And it will really take you through this process of, you know, week one is looking at you and understanding who you are, what you want, why you're here. And then week two, three, four, takes you through a process of raising your vibration, working through limiting beliefs and getting you back into who you really are, why you're here, and what it is you want to do. And I think once, once more of us have this really set in our own minds, I think we'll be able to really step into a far happier and more successful life. So thank you for listening. A bit longer than normal, but I hope it was interesting to you. As always, any questions, reach out. You can connect to me. I'm going to give you my other email address, which is elizabeth at elizabethhancock.com. And that's Elizabeth with an S, not a Z. So Elizabeth at ElizabethHancock.com. And then I also have hello at RuthElizabethHancock.com. And that's with an S, not a Z. So let me know. Let me know how you go on. And um, keep in touch. In the meantime, I'll catch up with you next week. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye.